<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Get up, get up, boots for the bitch. I'm coaches, the coaches. Ain't got no job, but I stay shy. I stay shy. I haven't heard big timers in 15 years. When did the song come out? You're asking the wrong person. I really am. As far away any rap song came out after In the Club. And even then, <laughs> 2003? I don't know. Jeez. I couldn't tell you. All right, well, we're out of the gate. Let's see. Big Still fly <laughs> Timers. By Big Timers. Still fly song by Big Timers. If I'm being completely honest. 2002. Oh, I was close. Jeez. Uh, Man, that was a good time. You're 21 years into the song? Holy shit. <laughs> I was eight. <laughs> I would have turned nine in December of 2002. Jeez. Jeez, young blood. Good God. Still fly, big timers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, it's weird having you on premises. This is weird. Yeah, I know. I'm in studio for once. Yeah, you're actually in studio. This is this is <laughs> this is good. In studio, aka Chris's apartment. In my nobody needs to know that. Thank you. <laughs> nobody ever needs to know See, that. See, dude, I say that you have an apartment. All right, just we'll cut this out. Yeah. I say that you have an apartment yes. this way when they see that you have this fucking huge ass house. Right, right, right. That uh, you, you know they go, oh my god, you know this guy was right. so wrong. Yeah, was exactly. So wrong yeah. About it. Oh my god. Except for half of my listening audience has actually been in here. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! That's um, a good point. That is. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, what a weekend for wrestling, huh? Like just all things WWE, and and I was not mad at it. Good stuff. See, here's the thing. Please, <laughs> was it a good week for l- wrestling in a literal sense? Well, not maybe overall maybe. wrestling because I will get into why it wasn't for some companies. But stories, however, stories stories were told. Yes, and. I absolutely fucking love when stories are told. Yes. And you, the number one thing I will always watch for when it comes to WWE, AEW, doesn't matter who we're talking about, is the entrance. Mm. And that fucking entrance on Saturday, I I can't even script it any better. Yeah. Um, a way to milk an entrance, huh? 
Both nights. Milking it. Both, both, both nights milk. Talk about milking the entrance. Milking the match. <laughs> Name one move they did in that match. Exactly. In the, first, in the first five minutes of the match? No, in the whole match. Name one high spot that they did in that match. Um, but nothing. Roman really. dove, Sammy dove. That was it. That was really it. And that's why that's fucking great. Is because you don't eat. That, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a good wrestling match. I mean, he had a tope. That's what I said. Roman went over. Oh, right, right. Sammy went over. Okay. That was it. Yeah. Nothing else. It was all about the storytelling. It was heavily driven by story. Yes. I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely absolutely love stories. I can't get enough of them. Before we get into all things elimination of the chamber, hey, jump um, the gun on that one. Yeah, sorry, bit. sorry no, about yeah, that, fellas. In the first four minutes, geez. fellas and ladies. Um, and we uh, curse, so we're not going to be able to put it on YouTube now. Oh, oh well, fuck. <laughs> all right, so there's <laughs> ah, that. Shit, <laughs> there's that. Um, let me really quickly go through everything outside the ring here, and then we'll talk about what happened this past weekend, and then uh, what happened uh, for Monday Night Raw. Um, and also uh, everything, all things Canada related in WWE. So, speaking of Canada-related things, um, I want to take back... Well, those two things are definitely Canada-related, but I believe she bought them in Miami. But boom boom Thank you. So, so last week... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is he talking about? We're going to get to it right now. So, last week, I mentioned the fact that some people could not be allowed in our neighbors to the north and over the border, and come to find out, not true. Because as we found out in the in the main event, they can. But there is one person that actually cannot go across the border, which was played into this week's Raw, mm-hmm. um, which has, by the way, one of my favorite new characters is this the, the Karen the Karen gimmick of Chelsea Green. Yes, and uh, she was not allowed into the country because of her green card. She has a green card situation, and so because of that, she had to phone into the manager Adam Pierce, which is hysterical. Um, that's a great. It's and that's and people are wondering why, and that's the reason why she was not there. It is such a creative way to get around that fact. Just phone it in. Just literally phone it. Just in. phone it in. Yeah. yeah. Yo, let's be honest. She probably didn't even call. Right. It was <laughs> recorded. It was definitely recorded. Uh, Adam played it. They picked it up on the boom mic, and that was either it. that or it they, was. It, it was glorious. It wasn't live. I mean, sure it was. It or Hunter called him, and they he just pressed play. Right. Right. <laughs> put his phone next to the freaking um so yeah so for everybody that was wondering why she was not in canada this week that's that's why because uh, yeah that's i i didn't think about it at first but then that makes sense because she is a canadian citizen and she, when she married matt cardona she became a u.s citizen in a sense but she still has so, uh, travel issues. Yeah, so on this week's Raw. I believe if she were to go into Canada, she would not be able to leave Canada. I think that's how that works. So it's actually, it's according to Sean, Sean Sapp of Fightful, uh, she was kept off of WWE television this week because she couldn't travel to Canada. The, Can- the Canadian is actually landlocked until her, until her green card situation is figured out. So she can't come in. Um, uh it goes on to say on, on this past Monday's episode of Raw, the angle where Chelsea Green was sent to Ottawa, Illinois, instead of Ottawa, Canada, to help bridge the gap until they were out of Canada. And the Canadian Green is currently landlocked and unable to return to Canada. As of now, uh, Chelsea is still waiting for her green card and then will be able to return. Green has been landlocked for months, dating back to last summer. Which is when I, believe and she I feel like that was hysterical, uh, the way they just picked out the wrong 
<laughs> wrong Ottawa to uh, play that off. Uh, good writing, good writing. So yeah, so look, if you read down further, it says Monday Green was in NYC for the screening of the last match of right. pro wrestling rock musical, which stars her husband Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. So, mm. if you look at timing wise, you're you're a big Broadway guy, big musical would guy. Would you see the show? That would you see, you would see this though? You would see the last match, a would pro you? wrestling rock musical? Yes, probably. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yay! I've told you I've been to Broadway before. <laughs> okay, but it was Million Dollar Quartet mm-hmm. and the Beatles Reign. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to see Wicked. Okay. Just saying. Good on you. I've been there. You're the nerd, though. I'm the Broadway nerd. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm comfortable I, I saying still, that. <laughs> I still highly recommend you see uh, Michael Jackson, one of my, probably my, one of my favorite shows ever. My um, grandparents saw that, actually. They loved it. Amazing. Grandfather's a big Michael Jackson fan. Amazing show. Um. So there's that. Do they? Never mind. We'll go on from it. Do they what? Uh, <laughs> Do they go on? Do they get into like the early 2000s when it comes to Michael Jackson or no? No. Um, okay. <laughs> Moving on. In that case, yeah, I'll go see it. No. <laughs> the whole premise of the show is that they're interviewing him during his dangerous tour in 94. And it goes wow. into his... Uh, alliteration of the cinch. Uh, um, they, uh, they go into his childhood and his father just being such an asshole and his mother doing nothing about uh, said assholery. And the music intertwined with everything, and the set is insane. I highly recommend. Do you, you believe the conspiracy theory about him yeah, and when it one? comes to his father that he was Illuminati? What? What? what no, is, what that is that his dad chemically castrated him at a young age so that he can keep the high voice. I've heard. <laughs> I've heard that. Um, I don't think. I don't know if I believe it. Okay, but I'm just that's, asking. You seem like a bigger Michael Jackson fan than I do. Uh, yes, but I, I've heard that many times, and I, I I don't see anything to substantiate that. I don't see anything to deny that there we go okay oh look at the look at the voice he's always had that voice yeah because he was chemically castrated, chemically for castrated. When he could keep that voice <laughs> okay I, I heard it i heard that one time from somewhere online and it never had traction it was just like something that it seems like someone made up to uh i heard that online at some point in time and I, it's stuck in my brain. I go, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes, of course, it makes sense to you. Yeah. Um, by the way, nice hat. Thank you very much. He's, I'm in mourning. Joe, Joe Black is wearing a all black, even with the logo, San Francisco. But a gray underbill. It's weird. With a gray underbill. Uh, speaking of Niners, I'm in mourning. Um, before we just let's go on a really small tangent here. A couple weeks ago, we made a bet. And it's funny that you're in studio right now. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> so what had happened was I'm no Welsh. Uh, I'm uh, no Welsh. Welsh? 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 Like Welsh's grape juice? Sure. What are the people from Wales called? Welsh. Welchians. Welsh. <laughs> Welsh's. Welsh. 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 Okay. Yes. This is getting into Tommy Boy territory. <laughs> um, uh, road. Roads. I have the money to pay you for that bet because I am not a Welch. Yes. But I do not have the $10 bill that you requested. <laughs> what bill do you have? 20 and 5. I do not have change. Shit. All right. Next time. <sighs> Next time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start accruing interest. We can print. Well, then you ain't getting a $10 bill. You're gonna I know. Get I'm going to get a $10 like bill in fucking 25 cents. Right, whatever works. A uh, dime and a quarter. Is that what you want? <laughs> Don't you Welsh on me. Um, the <laughs> the Rock. That's going to be running through my brain for the rest of the day. 
grape juice. What's the grape juice called? What's it mean when you flub on a bet? And what are the people from Wales called? <laughs> I want to know the difference between those Welsh, three things. Welsh and Welches and Welsh. And if they're all the same, I think I've been living my life a lie the whole time. <laughs> Welches and Welches. Uh, the Rock is uh, admitted to his biggest regret in WWE, uh, not having more matches with this two-time Hall of Famer. Could Chris, you, well, never mind. Could you possibly guess who this person would be? Two-time Hall of Famer, Ric Flair. That's Booker that, T. That, that <laughs> so my first guess was Ric Flair. I have three guesses off the top of my head. Give me your three. Ric Flair, Booker T, and? Okay, well, then I have two more. You have okay, two more. Two, four yeah. total. Okay. Sean, which is the two-time, yes. Which doesn't make any sense because if you've seen Young Rock, you know that he hated Sean so much that he just completely recasted and recalibrated the Shawn Michaels character. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious that Shawn Michaels is being played by a, a buff black man. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Shout out Chad Frost. That There's that. And also, by the way, uh, did you see that um, Godfather slash Papa Shango went on a rant about The Rock and you know, fuck, fuck The Rock, fuck The Rock because apparently they cast CeeLo Green in his role and he's he claimed to be 6'7", oh. even though he's like 6'3", 6'4". And <laughs> CeeLo Green is like my height. Yeah, it's just that's hilarious. I did not know about that. It's just insane jealousy. Anyway, but the other uh, one would have been Brett. Is it Brett? Brett. It is not. It is Booker T. It is Booker T. It is Booker T. I thought you would have just of all wrestlers. Why did you leave me? Why did you let me keep going after I said Booker T? Because I wanted to hear the other two. Okay. (laughs) Why would I not? That's it's called it's called a tease. I want to lead up to the answer. Uh, Or it's called just leaving your buddy out so you can make himself look like an asshole. No. <laughs> for another minute. Yeah, Booker T, apparently. He regrets not having matches, more matches, with Booker T of all wrestlers. Um, that makes sense. They are the first two black uh, WWE champions. Uh, conf- he confirmed that not having more classic matches with Booker T was the biggest regret of his wrestling career. Of his wrestling career. Career. That was the biggest regret? That seems like a lot. <laughs> not like Rocky Maivia. Uh, uh, Brad Gilmore. Um the Hall of Fame podcast said, quote, he said, if I look back at my wrestling career, that's probably my biggest regret is that he, Booker T, and I didn't have more classic matches. He said, because he was so gifted, he was so talented, he said, I was just out kind of, he said, I was just out kind of going to Hollywood at the time, those his words, not mine, when he came in. He said, if I would have stayed, man, he would have had, a, we would have had banger after banger, after banger, after banger, after banger. So apparently he blames his Hollywood career on not having matches with Booker T. Wah. Wah. <laughs> Boo fucking who, Dewey? Wah. Dewey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wish I had A lot of more... Young Rock references today. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. So apparently no, that's hang on. His I want to point this out. Yes. I was calling The Rock Dewey before Young Rock. Because it came so apparently out- apparently his parents were calling him that before you even were born. No. So that. No, no, no. It came out that his, I think- one of his family members visited. This is like a story going back to when he was in college at, at the U. Someone had visited him or he was on the phone and they overheard him them call him Dewey. And then all of his fucking teammates just started, started calling him Dewey. Like Warren Sapp would call him Dewey. Right. For that specific purpose. Because they were just like, that's hilarious. You're this big ass dude. Your family calls you Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said that before them is what you're saying? Yeah, I've been saying it forever. Not forever. Let me point that. Let me reel that back. A let's, bit. Let's, let's. I would say at least a solid year before Young Rock did it. But then again, everybody in his life was saying it before you even were born. I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, not before I was born. Yes. 
When was he at the U? Ninety. Was it ninety four? I was gonna say ninety three. Yeah, okay. I was Where born. You? I was born ninety four. I was. Alive so you're in saying when you're coming out of your mom's womb? Is no, I was alive in ninety four. Dewey. Your first words. Yeah, it's not that difficult for a baby to say Dewey. <laughs> it's just noises. It's when you start getting into L's. Dewey. Uh, yeah, exactly. See, <laughs> it's not that difficult. When you get into L's and Y's, when it comes to babies, you go. They're not going to figure this out for a while. Roman Reigns. <laughs> 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 Segway. Roman Reigns uh, not being advertised for the uh, next. <laughs> I like that. We, we can just call it now PLE. Uh, so WWE is heading back to London to the O2 Arena for uh, Money in the Bank, the premium live event, the PLE. Uh, on advertisements, Roman Reigns is not on the posters, not advertised for the show. Uh, and this is the next premium live event after Mania. No shit. Because so, Cody Rhodes is winning Mania. You think so? Yeah. We should talk about that. Um, starting you have, don't? I, I, I did. And now I'm starting to have my doubts. Wow. We'll get we'll get to that. You want to run it back on the $10 bet that Cody Rhodes won <laughs> WrestleMania? <laughs> I would like a crisp 20 and a 50 cents. I didn't say I, I didn't. <laughs> and a 50 cent. I didn't say I wasn't thinking. Of, I said I was thinking about it. I didn't say I was, I was certain about it. I, yeah. I'll, I'll get to it when we, get, when we talk after uh, after Raw here. Uh, so he's not being advertised for uh, Money in the Bank. Uh, very excited about Edge and Finn Balor. With this, this storyline has been going on forever and ever. Uh, well, yeah, it now dates back to the formation of the Judgment, Judgment, Day. Judgment Day and his getting kicked out of said Judgment Day. Um, uh, with that being said, every iteration of said Judgment Day, Every as far as these matches go with Edge. I'm not mad at it. I'm actually enjoying it, and the culmination seems to be coming at Mania when they're going to have what's being advertised or rumors to be a Hell in a Cell. Ooh. So there's that. There's Ooh, also... I didn't know that. Yeah, so there's also... I like that. I like I, that a lot. I love it, which is why I'm, I'm, I'm all for this, this storyline continuing further. But not a Red Cell. I see Edge and a lot of red right here, and it's giving me flashbacks that I don't like. Yeah. PTSD like <laughs> nom. Yeah, that was bad times with red cells. Um, also, <laughs> also being rumored with this match comes the return of a character that Finn made prop- popular, and we haven't seen since he was finally defeated at the hands of Brock Lesnar. The return and an upgrade. An upgrade to a new demon for the Judgment Day version of Finn Balor. Even excited, more excited for that. Uh, and Edge coming out with another character as well uh, to kind of match this. But this is what we're looking at: um, Demon Finn Balor, <laughs> Demon Finn Balor versus Brood Edge. I'm all for this, dude. I'm all for gimmicky matches. I'm all for throwbacks. I'm all for bringing shit back and upgrading it. And this this feud has now this is this has to be the culmination of it. And it not only do you bring up back these two characters, but you put them in a hell in a cell. This is exactly what the Hell in a Cell cage was built for. It's what it was intended and designed to be. Mm-hmm. Not a pay-per-view, okay? Because that's my one biggest thing about Elimination Chamber, but I was left with such a good taste in my mouth at the end of it, but okay. I, I didn't have a problem with it. Okay. Interesting. It's meant to be a match. It's not meant to be a pay-per-view. Correct. Correct. 
I agree. Have it as a blowout. Have it Edge is the best at doing it since The Undertaker. He brought it to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. That was Saudi Arabia, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. He brought it to Saudi Arabia. He he fought in there. It's the best way to do it. Please take away the fucking pay-per-views. Just yes. come up with a funny name for him. No mercy. Over the edge. Well, maybe not that one. Great balls of fire. Listen, I stand by it. That name was hilarious. That might be. That might go down as the worst. The worst one, absolutely. Yeah. But it, but here's the thing: is it not so bad that it's kind of good? I mean, if you're looking at that, at way, one sure. point you just get so bad that you go, huh, "All right." <laughs> I think that's that's the reaction that everybody had. Was now like, I think the this? lost opportunity for it was not to have some sort of remix version of Jerry Lee Lewis's "Great Balls of Fire." That is true, um, but also that there wasn't a like a dubstep "Great Balls of Fire." That would have been great. <laughs> please if anybody knows of one of those if if you got a if you got a hook up to a link about some type of remix of great balls of fire send it our way you gotta look at it on youtube maybe um also that there wasn't a fire match in great balls of fire yeah and we've had how many fire gimmicks since then i know randy orton how many how many Edge. how many great balls of fire pay-per-views have we had one. One. <laughs> One. This is just a great ball uh, of fire, then? It would be a great ball of fire. Yeah. yeah. Great ball of dog shit. Without the fire. Uh, so, the Edge and Finn, excited for that. Um, that might. Th- I, th- I think there might be some some matches that might steal the show. That might be one of them. Uh, and then the other one, I'll tell you right now, I, I feel like uh, the Seth Rollins and, and Logan Paul match might uh, just take the whole thing. I think um, it's because it's obvious that Logan Paul... He's always going to get booed no matter what. But he's, now, he now, is, he's, he, now he's a heel. He's leading, so it's okay. leaning, leaning into that hard. Um, do you remember Steve Richards? Barely. Uh, At first I saw this, I go, Mongo? And then I looked and no, I go, nah, no, that's not him. That's not him. Um, By the way, shout out Mongo. But also Mongo, not doing well either. But uh, Steve Richards, most famously for uh, ECW fame, uh, was in WWE for a little bit. Part of the Blue World Order uh, in ECW. Um Oh yeah, but but the LWO is ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> all right. They knew they knew what they were doing as far as it being assholery and and stupid and and idiotic. Okay, the LWO because and and this is they were the Latino New World Order. Latino World Order. Yeah, I know. I just said that the Latino you, you, New World new. Order. <laughs> new. Um, it's an even smaller N next to the L. Do I don't you know, know if why? You do you know why they did that? We talked about this before. What the, the LWO? Show. Yes. No, because the NWO was all anybody was talking about on TV. So they had so uh, according to Conan and even uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero, rest in peace, his admitted admittance that they had to come up with some sort of WO to get on TV because the, the he was they were the undercards and you know Bischoff saying that you know as far as those guys mid Carters never got on TV and they you know matches went like all of two minutes. Why did Edge go with the Judgment Day when thinking of it? What do you mean? Why, where did the name Judgment Day come from? I don't know. The pay-per-view? I don't know. It seems kind of close to New Day for me. Just saying. People kind of... What does that have to do with NWO? Uh, you latch on to something that you know is going to work. Oh. See, I'm Judgment I'm... Day rocks. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Judgment Day rocks. <laughs> just put them all together. Um, yeah, so anyway, Steve Richards <laughs> was the ECW, uh, the most popular in ECW, and was in WWE for a very short time. Uh, he is not doing well. He posted on uh, social media 
uh, the last four weeks, especially the last one, have been something else. Uh, we aren't quite finished. We're not quite at the finish line yet, but hopefully the road to recovery starts ASAP. But by the way, he is um, dealing with uh, apparently back and spine issues, and he posted a photo of himself with a walker in a hospital room, and he is not doing well. But he's he's looking for uh, basically just well wishes and uh, hope hope for him to. Uh, have a speedy recovery because that absolutely sucks. Yeah, um, I mean, watching wrestlers, wrestlers that you, you watch for years and years, and then see them like in in some sort of you know, poor state um, after being so like he was he was a very in shape person, and uh, now just with his his back issues, just absolutely uh, sad. What do you think someone like Eddie Guerrero would have looked like now? That's my biggest thing. So I I always take it back to to hip hop mainly. Okay. You have someone like Tupac and Biggie. Which, by the way, I, I got something to say about that. Go ahead. Okay. You have someone like Tupac and Biggie. Easy E even. Mm. Biggest of their fucking, like, biggest of their generations. Yes. What would their career have been had they not been murdered? Well, I mean, Easy E not so much. But had they not been killed. What would their career have been? Would they still be widely considered as the greatest of all time? Or mm. would it be like... You never know. That's what I'm saying. Is it better... It, ah, this is fucked up. This is fucked yeah, up. Just say it. Is it better for their career... Not their career, but is it better their for legacy. their... Their legacy. There you go. Yes. Is it better for their legacy... That they're not here with us That anymore. they're not here with us anymore. And that they're, the That's... catalog that they gave when they were here with us mm-hmm. was so great that, that we just go, ah, I wonder what it could have been like. But I mean, then if you actually really wonder, you go, uh, it could have gone bad. It could have gone bad. It could have gone good. It could have been. That Would they Tupac were... be at the same level as Snoop Dogg is right now? Probably. I don't think so. You think he'd be worse? I don't think he'd be worse. I think he. Uh... See, here's the thing. Here's what. Here's, here's the thing. They were all on the same level. Snoop Dogg. With with everything West Coast and Tupac and Dre and everybody everything going on out there now Snoop Dogg is doing shows with Martha Stewart and he's on all things. Uh, he's got his TV. own children's album now. He's got a children's album. These <laughs> these rappers mature and get into just like everybody does when they get families and they you know they have the money they can relax and kind of get into other areas that they haven't been in before. Who knows what would have happened? You know. Uh, people like uh, Kurt Cobain and Amy Winehouse, all these these super artists that were, you know, twenty seven when they passed away. Ironically, just all the same age. Um, that when they all passed away, it's so young that the music that they could have put out, but which also leads to when I when I talk about Kurt Cobain, I always um, cause I do like Nirvana. But when you think about that, there would have been no Foo Fighters, and then the, that whole like story, like in some yeah. alternate universe, and whatever the basis did. <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> <laughs> This the the, the ultimate See, universe. I got '90s jokes. All right, that was before my time. He that died you, when I was months old. That you were heard. That you heard of all, <laughs> all these jokes. Um, I came uh, up with that anyway, one myself. Anyway, all all that to say is that you never know what would have happened. And Snoop Dogg still has a career in in another line of work. If if you saw Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg in the '90s, looking at Snoop Dogg in '23, you'd be like, "What, what are you doing?" <laughs> all right, let's bring it a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Kanye. Oh God. That's what I'm saying. Or what about that douche? <laughs> if he had passed after graduation, oh, he'd be one of the greatest rappers of all time. People would be considering him better than Tupac. 
Uh, up, up there, yeah. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, and that's where that's where the catch twenty two comes in because you go, that's... ah, if Stevie Richards, because he was still going to bring back to wrestling, mm. if Stevie Richards had passed after his his crazy wrestling career, to me, it's kind of better that way as opposed to seeing Him people like people re- like wrestlers that we love go through shit like this. Right. Like Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy's going to be si- like sixty five one day, and I don't think he's going to look that well. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, he doesn't look well now. His back not. is all fucked. Absolutely not. Um, I I will always uh, <laughs> it just it, it's it's again I I'm I'm stammering here, but the idea is that you would never know what happens. I will, oh, my point was going to be I will always love graduation. I think that's one of the greatest uh, oh, uh, yeah. hip hop albums of all time. Yes. With that being said, I will never play another Kanye West album in any of my events again, just because of everything that's gone down. So I agree with you. As far as you never know the paths that people take and, you know, different roads. Who knows? Biggie could have been, you know, right now, right now considered Rolling Stone considers Jay-Z as the greatest rapper of all time because of his line of work and he's been able to continue on. Will Biggie, would Biggie or Tupac been there? It's, it's a great possibility. Obviously, we will never know. I but, can agree with that. Jay-Z might be the greatest rapper of all time. I mean, that's because if Jay-Z, if Jay-Z had passed away, he wouldn't have been considered the greatest rapper of all time. It's just because of everything that he's, he's been doing. Since. Exactly. It's just, it's it's unfortunate, obviously, that we lost him so young. But yes. this is this is what happens when time goes on and you know things change and get things get put out there. Uh, so shout out to Steve Richards and, and hopefully it's he gets a speedy recovery. On a brighter note, um, could you imagine what Biggie had looked like if he had lost hundred pounds? That's what I was going to say. So wait, really? Is, well, oh. so there is a, <laughs> there's an artist. On, I I forgot his name. There's a Israeli artist on. Uh, Instagram that has a, you know the new thing now is AI and seeing like all these these people like with the older uh, what they what they would have been uh, he has freaks me out man I it, hate it. it is very I weird. hate it so much it's very, and also with the voice too like it sounds exactly like they would have said like, I've seen way no too gaps, much iRobot no... what does interest me really quick keep your mind on that because mm. I'll forget what does interest me about it is they go oh this is what like ancient Greece would have sounded like back then you go oh that's that's interesting. Mm, right. They'll type like different like ancient dead languages that you go, oh, that sounds a lot different than right, what right. it sounds like nowadays. Right. <laughs> it's the only good thing, but everything else fucking skeeves me out. Man. Uh, they had he had a um, Amy Winehouse, J- uh, Jim Morrison from the Doors, Biggie, and Tupac. Now, and seeing Biggie just it, it gets you sad. <laughs> it's like this is what he would have been. He's like in his fifties, and he's you know see like the age in his eyes and you know in his face and. It's like wow, this is what could have been, and and Tupac with the same thing. Um, Michael Tupac Jackson would have gained weight. Michael Jackson that he had with like his his hair kind of like dreads and, and older. You he know, would have been transparent at this point. He would have been. <laughs> 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 he would have been see through. Um, yeah, it, it was just, it's kind of freaky seeing the, all this new AI stuff. John uh, Moxley uh, is on course tonight to break a or to set a milestone. Uh, on dynamite yeah you had brought this up before the show and i did not read this he one. he is uh, facing evil uno for the most matches ever in aew history first aew star to win 100 matches really in aew wow. uh, according to cage match moxley has an 86 percent win ratio in aew uh he has currently 99 wins and evil uno will be number 100 99 14 and one what's the one What's what's a one? What's a tie? It's DQ. <laughs> Shootout like in hockey. 
<laughs> do we do we not consider the uh, exploding barbar match a match? <laughs> Is that <laughs> what? Know? Exactly. What are you talking about? I, uh, yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure. I don't remember what you're talking about. Red cages, so and there's, barbed there's, wires. There's that. Uh, so, so expect John Moxley to win tonight against Hashtag repressed memories. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hell in a cell. I have a barbed wire. We should, I, I would love to. I, I keep saying it, I would love to do these things. I would love to go through like the worst gimmicks of all time. The worst, or the not the worst, yeah, the worst gimmicks and the worst matches that were supposed to be something that was good that ended up being terrible, like the barbed wire match, like the Hell in Cell in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> like yo. Listen, we're gonna have to cut this, but like Goldberg <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. So cut and we're this. back. Hey guys, cut this at thirty-two, thirty-two. Got it. Thank you. All right, so John Moxley, congratulations to him uh, tonight. I'm already calling that one. Um, yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I come love on. Evil Uno. I love the Dark Order too. But I come mean, on, hell, man. listen, he could be ninety nine fourteen and two, and two. after this. <laughs> Dark Order, come on. I do want to know what the one is. Is it a? I gotta it it has to be a DQ. You're, there's no way you're going to be able to find right now where what this what the. I want to say schedule. Oh man, I can't look at that picture and not laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, you want to talk about what would have happened if he died young. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, a page that has a Dynamite preview, uh, on, and they had a <laughs> they have a, um, uh, a advertisement for Brendan Fraser in The Whale, um, which he you know, has the prosthetic suit, which he's won a Golden Globe That's for. That's not prosthetic suit. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I mean, he's also a big boy too. I've seen pictures of what Brendan like Fraser that, looks dude. like, and me and him <laughs> no, look eerily similar he nowadays. He does not look like that, though. He does not look like that. He look, by the way, he was at a, by the way he was at a, a mummy uh, uh, screening in in England a couple weeks ago. And he, he looks fine. He looks great. What was he? The Mummy Two? No, it was, they were showing the Mummy. In I was trying to make a fat joke. I couldn't. You're, I couldn't come up with it in time. You're, you're an asshole. Uh, the point <laughs> being, uh-huh. yeah, Brendan Fraser. Fraser, Fraser, Fraser. What's the name of the television show? Fraser. What's in? What's his name? Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. They're both Fraser. Fraser. See, this is my mind's just getting real fucked today. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what it's. I thought it was Fraser. I thought I thought it was Brendan different. Fra- Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. I think I've always is it Fraser. is it a Mandela effect where it's like his name is actually Fraser, but because everybody knows of the show Fraser, uh, they just go Fraser, I like the Berenstein Bears. But it is Berenstein Bears. But it is Berenstein Bears. I said it correctly. Spelled, it's, yeah, but it's spelled differently on the books than what people thought it was. Anyway, we were just going down. To, yeah, no. Now we're just going into Mandela effects. Now we're just going into. Yeah, he died in 1984, but he actually died in 2016. <laughs> all right, come on. <laughs> we could do this all day long. If that was the case, good God, he just passed away. I thought he died 30 years ago. Um, Mandela. <laughs> Nelson. Dynamite preview tonight. Um, Tony Khan has an announcement and. Uh, this is the the, the uh, headline for this article on this on Cage Side Seats is uh, AEW Dynamite preview. Tony Khan is getting desperate. Do you know what happened last week on Dynamite? By the way, for no. this article to have this headline, no. Dynamite had its worst, second worst rating of the year. Rampage had its worst. We're eight weeks into the year. Correct. Still bad. Rampage had its worst, I believe, ever. Under hundred. Um, so. In 1849 demo, Dynamite finished fourth in the cable charts with a 0.27 rating. I don't give a shit about down that. Down 10% from last week, and Dynamite's second lowest rating of the year to date. Give me a 100,000 or million number. Uh, it averaged 824,000 viewers. That's not bad. Down 8% from last week. It's the lowest audience total for, for the show since November 16th. Oof. Um, 
let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. So with that, and, and somewhere else I read that a Rampage had its lowest rating ever. With that being said, there's a preview with Tony Khan making a huge announcement. Uh, what is and this article goes on to say that uh, because of its low, its lowest audience since November, Rampage f- fared more, much worse, drawing its worst numbers ever outside airing of, of its regular time slot. Um, is it a coincidence that there's an important announcement tonight ahead of Revolution and its poor ratings uh, going into such a huge pay-per-view? No. Um, okay. What the, what could that important announcement be that Tony this, Khan is going to relate to Tony well, this article to, to tell us? This article. Because <laughs> he's obviously not true. coming out. This article uh, goes on to... He only comes out from Mark Briscoe. Right. That's true. Uh, this, this article goes on to say that it might be an announcement about Reverend of Honor. And if that's the case, that's pretty crappy uh con's announcement could be a free agent signing like two years ago when uh, paul white debuted in aw uh Mark and Henry. hyped up as the biggest scoop ever for revolution i mean it kind of was um which actually turned out to be the debut of christian cage um let's see what else also uh, or and, and then at the end of this article says goes on to say will tony tell us where the fuck miro is uh will it has the return of rio who knows <laughs> the face of the revolution ladder match Nobody knows. So we have a, we have an announcement from Tony Khan, hopefully to uh, pick up some ratings for this this show. Because I read this article, my my first immediate thought was to us sitting in. Uh, I don't know why I went there. Us sitting in Arthur Ashe for the first Grand Slam and the feeling of AEW being at its absolute peak at that point. But it was Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. Yeah, that was the that was the highest point of AEW popularity to date. I would even go as far to say that stretched to UBS, our first UBS show yeah. with Hook's debut. Yes. I think after that, it started a slow decline. And I don't know. Also saw a lot is it story? We... Is it storytelling? Or lack thereof? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> my point. Continue saying that every single week. That's my point. Lack thereof. Um, and also, it, we would it, a year later at Arthur Ashe, uh, if you remember that first time we were there, the place was packed it was packed so yeah you could see seats last year it was not and so it would but it wasn't dead no no absolutely not it yeah wasn't dead but they had twenty thousand the first year they probably had what, 18 yeah something like that i, I know it would have sold out msg this is true <laughs> he would have still sold out msg this regardless is this is true can't work there though because that contract says uh mcmahon <laughs> what if this what if this is an old live from I, Panama City Beach, Florida? I, <laughs> the right, contract says Khan, <laughs> but I don't say Nick. Nick Khan. <laughs> I now own WWE. That, listen, that would be uh, that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, yeah. So we, I guess we have to wait and see tonight what's going to happen with uh, Tony Khan's uh, screaming announcement. If it's that's a free he agent, he, he's like he's like Vince McMahon. He only, he only screams things. Like he never talks in a normal voice unless he's at a, a press conference where he shuts up and then he says like things. Here's one breath. thing that I saw. I think he's is he announcing the return of the Forbidden Door? Yeah, I saw that too. So there's which the, would make sense. The announcement of the. By the way, where are they tonight? Forbidden Door, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Footprint Arena in Phoenix, Arizona. That's right. You know, it's not too far from Phoenix, Arizona. I mean, it's kind of far, but it's not. You know, relatively far. I love when you do this. Yes, San Jose, California. Who was in San Jose? Uh, Bailey was in San Jose. So you're saying that? Uh, you're saying like a, a Monet? Bailey was in San Jose cheering on the brand new IWGP Women's Champion Mercedes Money. 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 I think I don't think it's Monet because I saw the accent goes down but he instead of out. They announced it as Monet. 
Who? New Japan? Yeah. All right, then it's Monet. And his Perfectly deb- okay with his debut. Her debut it was Monet. I didn't watch. Okay. I didn't uh, stay up. My bad. I didn't, see, I didn't stay up either. I saw the. I saw the the the, her, the whole thing that she came out. I just she, saw pictures. She she botched. Like, we talked about this. She botched the the finishing move on on Riho. Oh, not Riho. Okay. Oh, the the her original uh, her her debut. Yes, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yes. what you're talking about. Then they they pronounce it as Monet. Anyway, well, I'm talking about for this match. Did they pronounce it Monet? Oh, I don't. Because go li- yo, Excalibur called her Soraya from Mad Long. That whole show, he was calling her Soraya, because and didn't change until she went on Twitter, and it's actually Sir Ray. Uh, so it's he- <laughs> after we record this, I'm about to go to. I'm I'm driving up to Playland, and I'm announcing a a playoff hockey game. I have to know it, uh, pronunciations of names. How many Russians? It's not so much Russia. It's uh, mostly Canadians ah, and hey. some Icelandish. Uh, Icelandic. Icelandic. Yes. Yeah. I like ish. Uh, you like ish? Yeah. <laughs> I do like ish. Um, You're an ish guy? <laughs> That's gross. Don't they have to like know names of, of who they're... Doesn't Excalibur, as a lead anchor, <laughs> doesn't he have to know like the pronunciation of names? Especially if... Or unless... Not if he's left in the dark. But Michael Cole didn't know that Pat McAfee was coming back. This is true. Sometimes you got to leave people in the dark about it. Yeah, Mark but, Henry... But, Mark but Henry... He, but he knew before... Before Soraya debuted in AEW, he, he knew her name as Soraya Online. But you could make that. You don't know that it's Soraya. It could be Soraya. What's the name I of guess. the dating app that all the celebrities use? Tindar. No, it's Raya. Is it on? It's spelled the same way, R-A-Y-A. So why this is, is the first this? time I hear about this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, maybe I just got I, different circles that well, I run into you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you're a celebrity? No, okay. not in the slightest. Uh, <laughs> However, uh, my Instagram does say I'm a internet personality. <laughs> I guess anybody can say that. Yeah, they can. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Fair enough. All right. Um, so we talked about John Moxley. Anything else outside the ring that you got, or we just get into uh, just get in the chamber? You're wrestling. Um, before we get to chamber, really quick, as far as the, uh, I guess you're gonna call it the main event, the main event segment of, of uh, SmackDown, because um, they had it in Montreal. Uh, oh, quite possibly one of his greatest shirts ever. Even though I hate the Canadians, but what does that mean? Honorary, honorary hab, hab. What does that mean? That's what the Canadian like. That's what it's. The best way that I can put it is that it's the shortened version of the Canadians, like the hockey team. They call them the Habs. Okay. I any reason why? Uh, or do, you, do you know if it, like, I don't know the I, exact I don't, spot, <laughs> I don't. But I just I do know it. Like okay. I do know the whole, the the whole story behind that. I don't know the specifics, but it was like the first game that the Canadians played. Like the cheering that was going on. Uh, the cheering was like you couldn't distinguish it, so they just started calling them Habs. I don't know. No, you can't write what does HAB stand for. <laughs> Why does Montreal Canadia? There you go. Yeah, there you Montreal go. Canadians. The H stands for hockey, not habitants. A popular misconception. Huh. Uh, the first man to refer to the team as the Habs was American Tex, Tex Rickford, owner of the Mass, of Mass Square Garden in 1924. Uh, apparently told the reporter that the H on the Canadian sweaters was for habitants. <laughs> okay, so it doesn't stand for Habs. Okay, that doesn't answer anything. 
Short for Les Habitants. That's what it is. The early farmers of Quebec. That's what it was. In the first game that the Canadians play, they were ch- they were chanting Les Habitants or whatever the fuck that, that is. I can't read that from here if I'm being completely honest. Okay. But And I have my contacts in, which is very that's worrisome. Pretty, that's, that's pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where it originates from. Les Habitants. All right. Oh, that's- but that's why I loved... When he came out with that, I go, oh, shit, that's fucking great. So he had that shirt on, and he did the same thing the, the next night uh, with Roman Reigns, but he just let it breathe. And I don't know if you got the same, had the same thing. It was just, I mean, I'm sure it was across the board. Um, uh, little glitchy with the uh, the video, kind of blacked out, and then we, you missed the, yeah, you missed his intro. Like, the music popped. You all, they cut back to everybody cheering. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there was there was that little glitch, but yeah, he he let it breathe, man. Like he took that all in for like a good five minutes, and it's a good thing that he uh they had the last segment because man, they they love him. Um, yeah, they do. So yeah, so he, he then he just went out to uh get your cat away from me. <laughs> he's a very friendly cat. I, don't know, why I know he pump. is, but here's my issue: is I'm going to my dad's house right after this, and, and he has a do- no, he has a dog. Okay, so I know that dog's gonna be all over me, going, "Where the fuck were you?" What's this smelling you? Why does it smell like cat? Traitor. Um, no, I'm a traitor being here from being playing. <laughs> I have uh, made my thoughts known about cats very well. Over I don't understand why you, you hate cats so much. They, they... I I hate cats because, all right, if you want to get into it. Sure. I went to visit my grandmother in 2007, right before she had passed. And this was in the summer before she passed. Jumped on your face. No. Okay. She had 70s shag carpeting in her place. Oh. Okay. So there was two rooms, so one of which she was in, the other of which my father and mother were in, which means young Joe and his little sister were stuck on air beds on the floor. Okay. And the place was barely cleaned. Mm-hmm. So I was sleeping with cat hair, and I developed a slight allergy to them. Got it. So if you want to know, yeah, that's why. I hate cat hair, mostly. Cat hair. Well, I just don't. I, cats are like serial killers to me. You're a catist. Yes. No, I'm a perfectly okay with being that. Wow. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Te- listen, your cats are awesome because they're your cats. Yes. But if are. I saw that cat on the street, <laughs> I would do the same thing. I would. Different story. <laughs> do say that. Speaking of cats, this was absolutely not on purpose. I swear to God. Did I, yeah. did I ever tell you I ran over a cat once? No. Yeah, I ran over a cat. <laughs> Thank once. you for clarifying. It wasn't on purpose. I saw a cat on the street. I just that's I why. Norm- for it. <laughs> normally, if it's not a cat person, normally said I killed a cat once yeah. because we got out. My buddy got out of the car. Ran ninety five Ford Taurus plowed right over that Jesus. fucking thing. Jesus. And uh, my buddy got out and he saw it and it just fucking twitched and stopped moving. So we got in the car and went right around the block to my buddy's house. I parked the car, went right into my buddy's house, and I, the whole time we just went to him going, "I think I killed a cat." We went back later. Cat was gone. I was like, we either killed a cat or it's on its ninth life now. <laughs> that cat is going to taunt you forever. I've the, never the run over any living animal except a cat. And other than a raccoon or a possum, a I'm perfectly okay with it. And a kid. Uh, no, it was not a kitten. A kid. Kittens are cute. Kid. Oh, right kid. Over. No, I've never run over a kid. Over a child. Kittens uh, are cute. I can deal with a kitten. It's cats that piss me off. You know, they're the same thing. Huh? You know they're the same thing. I don't know no. if you're aware of that. Puppies are different than dogs. <sighs> little pup pup. Little pup cute. You can hold it in your hand. A dog's a fucking beast. Unless you get a corgi. 
Even a big ass corgi can weigh a like big ass corgi. A big corgi can <laughs> weigh like a hundred pounds. I've never seen a big ass corgi. Really, bro? Pat McAfee has. Oh no, it's a Yorkie. My bad. Yeah, a, a different corgi. one. Corgis are very small. Yeah, no, those are small. Small. You can have a hundred pound corgi. I'm sorry, Yorkie. I said corgi again. <laughs> Moving on from dogs, we, we, oh, we don't Jesus know. Christ. We don't know breeds. Um, let's talk. No, actually and, not. I know what a terrier is because it was the rival high school mascot. Those the little, fighting terriers? No, they were called the, the St. Francis Terriers. They they bite at your ankles. That's that's my thing. We were the fucking Holy Cross Knights. That's awesome. That's fucking great. And then the terriers beat you like twenty yeah, to two. Fucking- yeah, and they kicked your ass. No, and then they said they were all fucking greater than us because they had girls go to their school. All the girls come over to our school, bitch. All right, that was a little. Someone's that was a, that was a. Somebody's repressed, holding a, Yeah, really. <laughs> that was a repressed feeling. <laughs> Tell me more. No. <laughs> like, did he have a car? <laughs> <laughs> Lay, lay on the couch and tell me your your deepest darkest things. Uh, all right, so chamber results. So uh, first of all, what did you think overall of Elimination Chamber? I actually liked it. Mm-hmm. Aside from the fact that I don't agree with the pay per view in general, okay, I very much so enjoyed it. That you don't agree with the results of it, or no, I don't agree with the idea of the Elimination Chamber pay per view. I said it before. It's it's a match. Oh, same as Hell in a Cell. It's a match. I got you. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Also, I, I put Money in the Bank in the same category because that originated as a match, a match at WrestleMania. Correct. I also think you should just bring back that match and put it at WrestleMania. You have two nights. That's correct. You have two nights. You can get the max amount of people on it. That's true. There, there's a ton of and there's uh, things all over the internet now as far as uh, a ton of wrestlers who have no spot. Yeah, on the two for two nights they have no spot. You thought you thought it was bad with one night. Now they have two nights and they still have no spot. Braun Strowman carrying across. Um, so yeah. Now imagine if there was a Money in the Bank match. You'd have them all in there. Braun Strowman and Carrying Cross would both be in that match put at ten, WrestleMania. Put ten people in that that match. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So th- yeah, there's there's that. Um. Other than that, though, I did not mind it at all. But see, the, the I actually chamber has it. been has now become a staple of every time. It's it's always now been the last several years. Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, and Mania, and they use that if middle pay per view to kind of fill in the gap of who's going to fight the other champion. I will say this: if they're going to keep any one of the gimmick matches, other than the Royal Rumble, because I guess the Royal Rumble is technically considered a gimmick, it is match. But that was created as, as a, pa- a pay-per-view. Yeah, like, that was created as a pay-per-view. Elimination Chamber, I don't think that was created as a pay-per-view. If it was, I could be wrong. But if we're going to be, by the way, available tickets, 93, interesting. Not a sold-out crowd. Um, If we're going to be no, picky about which pay-per-views to keep that are gimmick matches, mm-hmm. it would be Elimination Chamber out of all of them. Because of the because of the formula that they are working with going into WrestleMania, it mm-hmm. works. You have the winner uh, of the Royal Rumble faces. Uh, I mean, it get it really only works when there's two titles, mm-hmm. but it's like you have the winner of the Royal Rumble. Fa- they get first pick at whichever title they want. Right. The the winner of the Elimination Chambers get the pick at at the remaining titles, right. which is exactly what the women did. I agreed with that one thousand mm-hmm. percent. But you couldn't do that this year with the guys. Yeah, there's one which ma- which <laughs> which makes sense for it to be uh, the, US the U.S. title. title. Yeah, right. Or it, unless you had a night a, a Roman pulling double duty at Mania. If you had a night one, night two Roman title match situation, you would have been able to do it. 
If Rock had come back and won main, and, and won the Royal Rumble, mm. and then Co- uh, Rock eliminates Cody, Cody comes in to the Elimination Chamber, wins the Elimination Chamber, and gets to face Roman on that too, and beats Roman. Roman beats Rock. Cody beats Roman. Hmm. Well, that's not happening now. So no, it's not. <laughs> so it's still on the table as far as I. I well, well, I'll get into it in a second here. So uh, your women's. Elimination Chamber is how we start things off uh, with uh, Liv Morgan and Natalia kicking things off. Um, what a pop. Natalia for the, the Canadian. What a I pop. I got to tell Natty. you, the, the Montreal. They're not even from there. That's the funniest <laughs> thing. It's, I, I love the uh, the home country. They love them so much because Brett got fucked. That's, and, and they made, <laughs> they did make a point of it on the commentary as far as like the, the last, the first time they were here. He, the Canadians did not fare <laughs> too well. Um, not yeah. the best place for hearts. Yeah. Survivor Series. Uh, ninety-seven. Uh, one of the most. By the way, if we were doing, situations of if all we time. were doing this show back then, that would have been in one of the things that I go. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been yeah. That would have been yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a red red <laughs> cage. <laughs> that would have been a fucking Goldberg. I'd have been like, I don't know. That little nugget, I don't know what you mean. That little nugget way in the back of your head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, one of the, probably the biggest shit show of all time. And and all of wrestling, the probably the the, the biggest. What do you? I mean, call Vince like, Brent, Vince breaking, busting both of his quads when what's when Batista and, that's up and there. Cena went over. That's like top ten. That is the same thing, right? That's the same situation. Cena mean? and Ro- Cena and Batista go over the top rope. They both go down at the same time. Yeah. Then they get back in the ring, and that's when Vince comes running when out, he comes running both of his quads out. Yes, and okay, he's cool. just laying in the ring. I just want to make sure I had that yep, correct nope, in my absolutely head. Absolutely right, laying in the ring. Everybody's wondering why he's sitting at the ropes. Yep, that's the same exact thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, yes, yeah, but it's like the the biggest. Uh, I'm drawing a blank as to the word I should use here. Um, clusterfuck. Clusterfuck. Thank you. Uh, in, in professional wrestling history. Anyway, there's um, no better word to call it other than the biggest cl- really the clusterfuck or kerfuffle. It really was. Kerfuffle's too light, though. And and they interviewed, watching it, just watching it. I just saw it last week. The interview that they had with, I mean, he said it many times, but a, a recent interview with Bret Hart was that if it, he was very agreeable to drop the belt to Michaels, Michaels was such a dick mm-hmm. <laughs> that he was like, you, you know what? Chad Frost. Fuck you. I'm not doing this for you. And he was going to keep the belt. And he wasn't, he wasn't going to tap. They were going to figure this out. And that's how they figured it out. It was that they were just going to swerve it on him and... and uh, have uh, Hebner <laughs> call for the bell and and the rest is history. Anyway, um, fucking Hebner. Which <laughs> Hebner was that? Do you know Earl? Earl always right, always Earl. Earl is Earl is in the center of all the, right. that kind of shit. Dave is the one. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um. So women's chamber. I <laughs> not as good as the men's, but I will say I thoroughly enjoyed the women's. For me, not as good as the men's, but I did enjoy it. I will say though, my takeaway from this is two things. From this match is that. Um, I have a hell, uh, just from this one match, a hell of a lot more respect for Liv Morgan, especially after this that. is what gave you the more respect for yeah. Liv Morgan. You know what? Yes, because she smiled as she got as she went out. No, because oh. uh, because of the spots that she took, the, the crashes oh. that she took into the pods, and that uh, sunset flip that she did from the pod from the top of the pod. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that that was scary. That was scary, and that was that impressive, was dude. That was very impressive. I got respect for Liv Morgan after Extreme Rules. I with think R- Ronda with Ronda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, it's not like they didn't Up like to her. that, she was like uh, the she was the hot one from the Riot Squad. That's very true. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, she was yeah, definitely the hottest one from the Riot Squad. Um, but I have I, I, not that I didn't have respect for her for the matches. I was kind of 
more leaning towards yay than nay with her, but after this match, I have a lot more respect for her her talents. Uh, and also, Raquel Rodriguez is is definitely at some point next year, um, either going to headline WrestleMania or be a champion. This one year would have been one too. Of those two cl- this year would have been too soon. I think. Yes, yes. you could have easily done it. You could have done it. You I could mean, have had Raquel is, did, go and face. There, there's history between Raquel and fucking Bianca. You could have easily done it. Yes, but I think it would have been too soon. I think it right would have been a bad move. I think right now with, with the way Asuka is um, and the character, you have to have her. She's yes, she's, thankfully, she's so hot right now. She is. She's actually blue hot, which is the hottest. The if hottest. You didn't know that is true. Not even red hot. So blue. Asuka. Is th- I'm going to sound like an asshole, but I think that the Bianca Belair experiment is has gone dull. Okay, and I think it's it's time for Oscar. It's, it, it is. Uh, it, are you ready for Oscar? I am ready for Oscar. Good. Yeah, I think she's definitely going to uh, win this. Although uh, funny, I, I did see a picture recently that uh, at her first appearance in WWE at at NXT one of the takeovers or whatever it was. You know, they do those, all these new signed people or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had Austin Theory in there. Gunther was in there, all mm-hmm. that shit. One of them was like Asuka's first appearance and it, it announced her as Kana. Mm. It said Kana and then other people were there with her. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I didn't know that they did that. OG. Going back. OG, that's right. Going back. Um, I did like the the fact that uh, when uh, Carmella would. They gave the women's chamber a C plus. They gave it a C plus in this. By the uh, way, Carmella on Monday. Carmella on Monday and Saturday. Whoa. Oofa. That might have been the hottest Canadian tuxedo I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes, in, indeed. I, I did like Carmella hiding in the pods. And uh, I, the, the spot that, that Raquel had with uh, Nikki Cross, and she basically just uh, crashed her into the pod and the back of her head hit the edge. Uh, and that's when they went for the pin and eliminated Cross. I uh, that, that gave me the – it wasn't the same oof that I got when uh, like Ty Mello oof no like, oh. like the oof like when Roman Reigns bashed Kevin Owens head into the steps <laughs> oh. at uh oh. <laughs> um yikes yeah like that kind of oof at Red Rumble uh, yeah. Red Rumble Red Rumble nice um so there's that we have a new uh so we, we have uh the winner is Oscar because the blue rumble's too hot <laughs> it's way too hot can't touch it can't even look at it <laughs> uh yeah I don't, I don't agree with that C plus my 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 <laughs> Music hits me. I can't. I cannot agree with the C plus. I, I I thought it was better than that, dude. I yeah. I was about to say. I I'm interested to what they give the next match. If this got a C plus. Gave well. So you gave this match a round a rousing thumbs down. This match here, I did not. I would not give the match a thumbs down. I give the match a, a rousing thumbs up. I give the result a D. I give the res- I I stand by that result. If I'm being completely honest, I thought the match was actually pretty good. With, we're talking no, about, I think we're talking about Brock Lesnar versus the whole uh, Bobby thing, Lashley. The whole thing was good, okay, including the end. Including the end, really? Yes, I did not like that they because it keeps both of them strong. It does. And so so now, feasibly, if nothing works out for the two of them, they could just meet at Mania. Well, now, what if Brock goes to management? And he goes, "I want that fucking whole band, like MJF did. <laughs> I want it banned. Nobody should ever be using that. Why do we do that?" Right. Even though it is one of the most realistic wrestling holds of all time. Yeah. It's the uh, only one people will use. This is true. 
Um, you can't snap a figure four on someone <laughs> in a fight. <laughs> but I'll tell you something. Be if you could. If you I can duck see- a punch and then <laughs> swing under and grab a full Nelson. If I can see someone in MMA, <laughs> full Nelson, I, uh, a figure four on someone. Someone like won uh, a couple years ago with the Walls of Jericho. You seen that one? I did not. Yeah. And in a cage. It wasn't UFC, but it. in a cage, somebody pulled out the Walls of Jericho. The guy it. tapped and he was had both of his like his ankles underneath his armpits cranking back and then just sticks his tongue out like ah. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy taps it was great <laughs> i gotta see that video um okay yeah i i guess that's where we disagree i i thought the match was great i thought the aftermath of this match was great with uh the referee getting absolutely assaulted and, and maimed with lashley and it keeps both um, of them strong and it keeps both of them strong leading into mania though it's not going to be the two of them because as we saw on raw omas challenged lesnar so we're, we might have... You're forgetting about one thing. What? Smackdown. Okay. When Bray Wyatt was in the middle of the ring going... Yeah, well, I was about to get to that. All right. Well, we you might, didn't get to it first because Raw happened after. It's going to be a lead up. We might have a five-way <laughs> match at Mania. What? Lesnar. Oh, Lashley. No. Omos. Oh, no. Wyatt. No, don't say it. And Elias. Oh, okay, okay. okay I'm okay with that. I was just going to say Uncle Howdy. I was like, oh, no, oh. please don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> we might have a five-way match of Mania. And, uh, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying, there's way too many things that are lining up here. Um, and then the, the situation with the Hurt business and uh, you know, the, the storyline has not gone away, especially with this, this DQ ending. Um, Montreal was not happy, <laughs> as no, you shouldn't have been with this uh, the low blow ending because they they put on such a great match. I don't know. Montreal had one of the greatest signs I've ever seen in my life, but I'll get to it later. Wow, they gave it a B minus. All right, this fucking grading system is ridiculous. I I think I would give it too. I I would give it a D for the ending. I would give a an, a probably an A for the match. So I would get the middle ground. No, I B-. agree a hundred percent. But I don't think that this match was better than the women's elimination chamber. Match. No, 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 no. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, yes, absolutely. By one point, technically, a C plus to. Oh no, I'm sorry. Four yeah. points. <laughs> that, that is a lot. Uh, Wait, no, that is one point. C, a C, plus, C plus B minus. B-. It's one level. <laughs> it's bullshit. This is bullshit. I'm gonna let you figure that out. Uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Judgment Day, the Grit Couple. Um, I did like that. Uh, uh, Beth Phoenix came out as uh, the pointed out as uh, Bulldogano. Uh, the, the makeup job and freaking Beth Phoenix. I mean, Beth Phoenix. Um, even Ripley. though she looked, she looked okay. <laughs> Rhea Ripley. Good God. Oof. Oof. Oof, oof, oof. Um, <laughs> the one thing about this was that I saw people online saying that she was uh, paying tribute to Luna Vachon because the Vachons are from Montreal. Okay. Vachon. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. I don't know if that's true. But no, the, uh, Luna Vachon is from Montreal, and I saw that she was paying tribute to her. Like, yeah. I saw that people thought that she was paying tribute to her, and I go, no, if you look at, like, you know, she did the Bull Nakano makeup almost exactly to a T. Yeah. Like, the lines were almost perfect. Yeah, right. The hair was just right there. Yeah, that, that, I did not and she's that. been teasing that hair for fucking ever. She's been coming off with those <laughs> braided sides yes. and everything, I, I did and not a get, puffed out back, just exactly like Bull did. I did not get Luna Vachon uh, from that makeup. And, no, uh, absolutely not. I, I think Michael Cole was right. Yes. Um, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio, biggest heel in, in in all of wrestling, and oh, not all of wrestling in WWE, as far as just massive amount of hatred. Yeah. That he gets the heat. He's the, got crazy heat on him. And and shout out to also to Triple H for allowing the the crowd to be heard and not drowning them out with commentary because why? many many times why 
you know why they're able to be heard, right? Why is that? Because it's on Peacock. See, I would, I would have thought that even it's with not Peacock, on cable television. Yeah, but it's a pay per view. Even on pay per views, they would they would nope. kind of have them. T- it, McMahon would have them talk over that kind of chance. First time that you would not Ed, you would not in McMahon era you would not get that kind of silence from from the the commentary team. Like we usually talk over it, I'm like, oh, this crowd's really into it. Yeah, and if that they, was on cable television, if it was on USA or all right, then they, yes, that's or, that's or completely fucking different. Fox, it would right. be drowned out. The same the same way the freaking the end of SmackDown was just we didn't hear half of it, right? Because they just cut to black. They just dumped it, yeah, and was like, all right, you guys got to stop the fuck you thing. Well, they're not going to because it's cause no, because it's Montreal. Canadians are insane. Um, Canadians are insane, but like, I will tease this again. I saw the greatest fucking sign in Canada, which was not get to it when we get to the main event. Fair enough. Um, yeah, the fuck you, Dominic chants were hysterical. Edge chasing him back into the, uh, the backstage area and everybody thought he was done. (laughs) You just hear the, the swell of booze come back and then they cut to Dominic wave at a Detroit lions game (laughs) and who comes back out, but Dominic, um, and, uh, yeah, I thought that was that was very funny. Um, uh, Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley uh, had some amazing spots. Those those clothesline shots that they took to each other, holy shit, massive, massive, <laughs> like very impressive. Um, and then her finisher outside onto the the floor. I would change um, that that name of ed- the education. <laughs> I'm the not, educator. The educator. It was. Uh, I don't mind it. If I'm being completely honest. So, By the way, this the the one that they won with the move that they won with you know who made that move famous uh some best friends by three letters yes rtf rid of close do i flip it fcr yeah. Yeah. when do they come also are they gonna the debut big rig I, I think i think every wrestlemania they should debut a new aw person <laughs> i think ftr should come AEW in AEW goes under yes. <laughs> ftr <laughs> this year mjf next year I think when I think when when Kevin maybe Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn if they fight the Usos at uh, Mania, I think when, after that match is over, FTR the music hits and they come out. No, it has to be after this when Judgment Day comes and beats down Edge. Okay, you I, have I, Edge as a single person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the Hell in a Cell at Mania, got it. Okay, that's I, I like that. All right, that's how you have to do it. There's no other way. I mean, there is other ways to do it, but I think that's the best way to fucking do it. All right. Okay. It's not gonna happen. Although we did oh, see, no, we did see a contract that got cropped out of a picture. Right. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Edge and Beth get the win on on uh, Judgment Day. Uh, good match, man. I, I, I said I thoroughly enjoyed. All I give it an matches. A minus. If I'm okay. being honest, I, I yeah, I'll give it a B plus A minus. Absolutely. Um, I don't give it a B. This freaking thing. This is. the the <laughs> when WWE goes goes Hollywood. I did enjoy the Joker uh, uh, character that Seth Rollins was portraying. I don't know what the hell B- Becky Lynch was doing with that voice, and I I, I did like the parody that they were referring to it. I know she was Batman. Batman. I get it. I get who she was. I just oh. like the voice was yeah. Terrible. Irish Batman doesn't sound. <laughs> Irish good. Batman does not sound the same. Yeah. Um, in your men's elimination chamber. I was uh, just gonna try to do the Irish voice. I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> I try. Temp- I couldn't try a women's Irish voice and then also Batman. <laughs> I'd love to hear in you. My head, dude, my head just spun. <laughs> I'd love to hear you try. <laughs> I'd love to hear you try. Um, oh man, couple, I can't. Couple I can't takeaways. Uh, my, my fucking brain's gonna explode if I try. Someone, someone's gonna get offended by you. Um, uh, my, I'm not worried about the Irish getting offended. I am one of them. It's okay. How many nationalities are you? 
Scotch Irish. What mutt art kind of breed are you? Cause well, my I, dad is American. Because so am I. Yes. Go ahead. My dad is American. His oh. dad was American. Oh, real. His dad was American. No, no, no. I did a. Fa- my cousin did a family tree of my dad's side of the family. He traced back to the first relative of ours. Came here in 1769. So before yeah. America was America, before the Revolutionary War, when they were still colonies, that's when my first relatives came here on my dad's side. Gotcha. So, but from that, they are uh, Italian and Scotch Irish. So that's like Wales. That's Welsh. roughly where. Yes, Welsh. <laughs> Full circle. I know, right? Grapes. I think it's Welsh. It is Welsh. It's Welsh. Yes. Right? With an S. Then the grapes. Welsh. And the bet thing. Welsh. Cool. I'm so <laughs> glad we got that taken care of. That's got to be put in the title somewhere. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. somewhere. It's going to be Welsh, Welsh, or Welsh? Welsh, 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 Welsh. <laughs> Uh, the men's elimination chamber. Yes. So, and my mom was Go born on. in Colombia, so that's the other side. So you're Welsh being. I no. The best way to put it, which is what I tell everybody, is I am a Colombian American. Okay. My mother was born in Colombia. My father and almost all of his family that he has ever known ever was born in America. As most people are. But what's his background? It's so far back that it's. It's too watered down. We were here. My dad's family was here before it was a country. I don't know how much American you can get before that. Other than native. I'm sorry. That's the only. That's that's the only. That's the only. (laughs) That's that's, that's it. it. (laughs) That is it. Um, The men's elimination chamber. So. So. uh, This this show was only supposed to be an hour. Yeah. We're a little over. Oh, wow. That's fine. Um. My couple takeaways from this is that I, th- I th- being honest, I thought yes. we went a lot longer. No, we we're we're pretty good. Nice. Uh, Johnny Gargano finally gets his due because I, I feel like he's been way underutilized uh, on the main card. Yes, and this match in and of itself, I'm, I'm sure he'll have many, no, many great matches as made uh, apparent on the by the commentators um, when he when he got pinned and he was eliminated. Uh, he put on a hell of a show, and this the spot that he had. I, I thought I thought he would, I thought he died the, when he had the the hurricane rana from the top of the pod for Seth Rollins, and when he came down, yeah, everybody was supposed to catch Rollins. They barely caught him, and then his head, Gargano's head, hit the pod. Uh, uh, Damian Priest was there to try to catch him, and he totally missed. He, he caught his body. He didn't catch his head. Yeah, and if you watch the replay, which I rewound at least fifteen different times, you just see you see Gargano's head. Hit the pod, the edge of the pod, and then you see him holding his head. And that that spot, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything with the head. It's anything, like, it's just it's very scary. It's scary, um, like that whole, that whole thing was just absolutely insane. And so you thought you were going through another freaking uh, Owen Steve, yes, situation. Yes, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Ugh. I'm glad I never saw that one yeah, yeah. live, at least. Yeah, I've um, seen it, but not live. <laughs> um, jeez. Oh, yeah, the idea, just like the, the stinger and uh, not being able to move. There was that that spot, and then the Montez Ford spot. Man, oh man, where he climbed up on on the 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 chains and then like went kind of like Spider Man, Batman esque, and was hanging from his feet and just dropped <laughs> onto everybody. Yeah, holy shit! You know who I saw do that? Hmm. Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. I don't remember that. It was a hell in a uh, yes you do. I'm going to I'm going to tell you exactly why you and everybody else is going to remember this. Sure. Randy Orton took the screwdriver, stuck it right into the gauge of Jeff Hardy and then pulled. Right. 
You remember that spot? I remember that spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same match? He, yeah, same match. Got it. Oh, I remember that. Another red cell. Another red cell. <laughs> Something about red cells. Um, Bronson Reed had, had a good showing. I think Montez Ford think and... Everybody uh, had a good showing, but I think Montez Ford Montez and Johnny Ford Gargano and came Gargano. out to, like the tops. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And Logan Paul. And so there was that. So they were down to three, and who comes in at the end of the match but Logan Paul and gives... Uh, Gives him a curb stomp. Nope. What did he do before that? Uh, How did he enter the ring? Oh. <laughs> With now what is now his move. Yes. It is now his move. It is. He, he's, he's taking it from, from uh, Hangman. I know it's not the same thing. But, but it's, it's better. It's, no, 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 no. <laughs> he does it way better. I'm going to make an analogy, and I know it's not the same type of analogy, yeah. but it's almost like Montez and Eddie with the frog splash. That they just take this move and make it and make it better, make it better in their own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that buckshot lariat that he does oh. is every. Se- Listen, you you can hate Logan Paul all you want. I mean, and you should hate him because he's a he's a great heel like person, and now he's playing into that role. His online character is a very hateable person, but I have been told he is a great guy. I have been told <laughs> by sources he's a great yeah. guy. Source. Um, say he that that buckshot lariat is now his because it's I've not seen him do that move where it's not on point every single time like he lands on his feet boom every time I see hangman hangman do it he does it impressively but it's like step get get down do the do the move step step and then go it's like somehow Paul has the timing with it that he just is able to hit it every single time he lands on his feet boom there there they are it's because and i think he might be work obviously it might be just because he's working oh, yeah, better yeah. with with who whoever he's doing it to he has the 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 communication to say listen be at this point and i'll be here and then just come walking towards me <laughs> when you see me get over they don't seem to have that communication in aw with with hangman i think i Unless still feel like he, he overshoots it a lot he does <laughs> he does but i feel like that might work to his advantage for now mm. because you can have someone be in the other corner like Seth Rollins was and then still have Logan be able to get there. Right. As far as the way Hangman does it, he can go and and slingshot himself and land legitimately right on the other side of the rope if he wanted to right. and then deliver the clothesline. But I think because Logan gets so far stretched and so far out that that momentum just fucking carries takes, him. takes him over. <laughs> it's <laughs> it fucking takes wild. He is he is a really good athlete. I gotta you know give him credit where credit is due. Um, this is now set up for Mania, and he was eliminated. Uh, Rollins was. This is now set up to be like I said before earlier in the show to be one of the two two matches that will seal the show. Yes, and um, when it's the- just because all of the underestimation of Logan Paul. I've, I I still like consider s- that he is underestimated in a lot of people's I, eyes. I agree. I agree. But I think people are starting to like come around to him. Yes. And, uh, Just when he bell to bell, yeah. people love him. They they get on that high with him where they go, boo, and then he does that fucking buckshot Larry, yeah. and you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as that bell rings and he gets his hand raised, everyone's like, oh, no, fuck you. Like, that's all... That's exactly what Logan Paul's career has been thus far. And you know it again, play into play into the skid, man. Because now he why could just fight it. Exactly, why, the best the best characters go into the skid, which is why Roman Reigns is so over now. Because yes. they, people because have hated him so long, just because we're getting thrown is shoved down our throats as far as being the good guy. Well, that's the thing. He went into the skid the whole time. Who? 
Uh, Reigns? No. I guess not into the skid per se. I was I mean, saying he, more he, like he couldn't. He was he was he was handcuffed. Like he he could only go so far. Yeah. Like every time they would boo him, and they the only the only time he had anything cheered for him, which is a very sad statement, but it's it is the truth. And the last six seven years was when he when announced he that back. he was he was cancer free. Yeah. And he was in remission. And then it went back to same. You're good. Everything's good. All right. Boo. We're 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 all good until it gets serious again. Then we'll like you. But until then. You suck. Here's another question. Sure. Knock on wood. Whatever's wood around here. That's a little I think I, I think I hit wood that was, somewhere. That was plaster. No, that's plastic. There's wood right there. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, I got wood. Gotcha. Whoa, time out. Pause. Easy, easy. Um, let's say Roman Reigns. Let's say Roman Reigns never came back from that. Yes. Going right back to the whole Tupac Biggie conversation. Would he be one of the best? Would he still be considered one of the best? Or would people I mean, how, just go? How could he be? He wouldn't have this character. I know, but think about what he did before that. This like is his accomplishment. But, but his, this is his best character. Ever. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. I heard you. How saying. good would he have been he in the been, eyes of the people? He would have been good. He would have been good, and I think people would have been like, "Oh, we took him for granted." He would have been, but he would have been one of those champions, and like he got shoved down our throats, and we did, we don't like that. As as a wrestling community and fandom, we want what we want, and we like who we like in this moment. And right now, we like Sami Zayn, we like Cody Rhodes. If if you throw this person in our face, or at that time was uh, uh, we like uh, Randy Orton, and we like uh, whoever at the time, Brian Danielson. If you shove this guy down the throats again, we're going to boo, and they did. It it, it took. It, it doesn't matter who they put in front of you. They had him pair up with The Rock and have him raise his hand. He still got booed. And The Rock is a different crowd. It's it, it would have been anywhere, dude. By the way, would you be upset if yes we do? Oh, dude, I didn't even get there. I'm always upset. Like right, the Hulk, I'm always mad. That's fine. Hulk Hogan. Yes. Hulk Hogan. Oh no, the Hulk. The I'm sorry. The incredible. Not the Hulkster. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Got it. <laughs> That's my. Story. Um. Would you be upset? Would anyone be upset? Mm. If we still do get Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania, no forty next year, Philadelphia. I would love that. Pennsylvania, <laughs> is back, that that where, is? <laughs> back where it all started. Uh, for who? <laughs> for Roman. Oh, back where it all started. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's somewhat the beginning of the Roman story. After the Shield, the Roman alone story. Doesn't really take off until after that win, in my eyes. Oh. Huh. Okay. Because that's when it was like, he was the big guy of the shield. He's this unstoppable mm-hmm. force. Then he gets booed in Philadelphia with the rock raising his hand. You mm-hmm. go, huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I love Roman. Even when they were booing him, I go, I mean, yeah, it's kind of getting shoved down our throats, but he's still fucking great. Like, he, like the wrestling's still pretty good. Yeah. Like, he has everything there. He's just got to get that. Yeah. He's got to get over that hump. And that hump was cancer, but so shout out to him. <laughs> the, the cancer hump. Yeah, um, I, I I would like to know like the the what ifs of of anything. The what ifs of by the of way, I keep bringing it back to Tupac and Biggie about the whole what have dying if they're young sure. conversation. Sure, I'm wearing a Jay Briscoe shirt. I was gonna say yeah, you pointed that out. Like, <laughs> have um, this <laughs> the shirt on now. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So anyway. So uh, theory wins. Theory wins because of uh, Logan Paul. <laughs> And uh, he he retains, and so that just set up for Monday, where they announced that John Cena. Timing is just everything. John Cena is going to make his return, and Theory said that he will welcome him with open arms. March sixth, two weeks. And okay, and uh, that's definitely setting up for 
for something big. If well, yeah, because they already they already uh, theory already made mention. He was like, I win, I win the elimination chamber, and, and, and the it. news is is all about John Cena. John Cena. Cena's gonna put this guy over, and he's gonna be made. He's already made. He's gonna be made. That's that's the thing. That's what's crazy is that he is already made. I know. It's, he it's, doesn't need the Cena bump. Isn't that so funny? Like, I think he does. And we all thought that like he does. He does. He does. You're right. He's it's like he right now. It's like Bray Wyatt needing that Undertaker bump. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. If we had never, if we had never gotten that match, Bray Wyatt versus the Undertaker, mm-hmm. like back then, it would have been there would have been a lot left to the imagination that in wrestling fans' eyes would have gone down sour. Yes, it would have made up this past whatever they did with the American Badass. Mm-hmm. That would have made up for it somewhat, but there still would have been that. It's like Brock and, and Austin. It's like mm-hmm. we know that they didn't want it. One of them didn't want to do it at the time, but we know now that they both want to do it, and they both can't do it. Yeah, I don't think Austin can take the brunt of not, not fucking of, Brock Lesnar of another right now. Uh, of another uh, Suplex City. Yeah. Um. And, and speaking of Austin, and and to that end, Owens was oh was. We we had like five minutes. Owens was over, but Owens was made, I believe, after the at Mania with Austin. Just like I, I think, even though as as goofy as as goofy wrestling goes, that match that Sami Zayn had with the Jackass crew, everybody still talks about those two matches. And those were the two. First of all, one of them wasn't even supposed to be a match. One of them was a KO show that turned into yeah. a match. The other one was a was this ridiculous setup that happened from starting in the Rumble with Johnny Knoxville, ended up being the highlight of Mania Night Two. So, and people still talk about those two matches. Sami Zayn got suplexed by Wee Man, it, and I, then main evented Elimination Chamber against Roman Reigns. Wrestling, everybody, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> I, love I love wrestling, wrestling so much. <laughs> We love wrestling. Wrestling is great. Wrestling is great. Um, Logan Paul, Buckshot Larry was fucking awesome. Yes. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. And then we'll we'll end the show here. Um, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. And you, you had to, had to, had to, had to have Roman Reigns come out first. There was no way in hell you could have Sami Zayn come out first. Yeah, no. Because it, the it, reigning of booze would have been tremendous. Too much. And it was just, it, it just felt right to have your hometown boy come out for, come out last. And, the the kiss off that Roman Reigns gave to to Sammy was was great. Um, the camera work was was great, and then just the two of them having this standoff uh, for five minutes and doing absolutely nothing and just letting the crowd boo and cheer and say fuck you and and do the ole like it was just this this roller coaster of chance that you you don't get that often. Wrestling wrestling fans are passionate, but if you have a a, a random city, it could be Tacoma, Washington, and unless yeah. you had Brian Danielson, <laughs> some guy, yeah, some random, it's some random raw. This is his Ottawa, hometown. Illinois. <laughs> there you go, Ottawa, Illinois. <laughs> Chelsea Green should now be be uh, should be <laughs> hailed from Ottawa, Illinois. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> your heart, okay, uh, bro. That scared me more than your cat did. Freaking Alexa. Um, yeah, just the. The 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 outpouring of love for this guy, and then having his wife at ringside, and then Roman Reigns just going after the wife there, yelling at her while just absolutely destroying Sammy, and then Sammy getting his shots in, and then going in for the kiss for the wife with the wife, and then as you said, there were really other than the the, the topes from both of them, there were no spots, nope, no high spots, and it, you the the spots, the said spots in this match 
with the near falls. Yes. And the idea of, oh my God, he might actually do this here tonight. And the crowd was so into it, so into it, so much so that you had the same reaction at the end of this match as you did when Taker lost his streak in front of several uh, 90,000 people. Yes. The silence that you you have invested in this story and from- And the raining of booze. And then the raining, well, the raining of booze and then cheers. Um, that you've invested so long into this story that now the payoff is here. And y- y- not only is it here, but you've now paid this off in his hometown of all places. And But the story's not finished. The story's not finished. Well, this this sto- particular story wasn't finished because when both referees, <laughs> I, lo- I love one referee got crushed in the corner. The other referee got uh, uh, Superman punched <laughs> and there was nobody around who comes in. But the, the guys who I thought were banned, when I saw Jimmy come in since the ring, I was like, oh, shit, look at that. I popped. Look at that. I go, whoa. He's allowed in the country. Oh, my God. He's allowed in the country. He super kicked Sammy. Uh, Jimmy gets gets uh, Huluva kicked. Uh, and then who comes to the ring but Jay to stop Reigns from clocking him, clocking Zayn with a chair given to him by Heyman. And then that's that whole story starts where Reigns is now giving him the chair. And Jay has this moment of hesitation. He doesn't want to do it. And then he gets mushed in the face a couple times. And then he's about to, like, he looks like he's, you, you feel also the crowd building up in that anticipation. Of, oh, we're, we're going to do this again. Holy shit, this is happening again. And he doesn't do it. And then he turns around and mushes him in the face twice. And then Sami Zayn spears uh, Jay uh, out of the ring. And then the rest is history with Superman punching a spear. And Zayn gets a three count. And the crowd, nothing. Silence. And that's how you know you did something well. Is yep. that? And I'm saying, I literally was right here on the spot, standing up. I wasn't even sitting down. I was standing up with my head, a hand on my head, going, fuck. I thought he was going to win this. I really thought he was going. He was about to pull this off, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" And and for uh, Kevin Owens' music to hit and him come out to make the save with Jimmy, um, it was good to have them kind of cover it up and and to 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 you know placate the crowd. But it was at that point it was already done. Like the crowd was was already you know uh, the, their hearts were already dropped, and it, their boy lost. And so they gave him the, they gave him the cheer that he deserved. And the pay per view went off, and you had two, poor Montreal in the Canadians. They had two matches where their hometown boys lost in the main event that they couldn't pull it out. Edge on Raw against Theory, and then your Elimination Chamber main event. And but Edge and Beth won. Edge and Beth won. Not the same. Not the same. <laughs> Not the same. Not the same. Quite the uh, roller coaster of emotions for everything, and it's. I, I thought he might have. They might have just. They might have given it to him. I thought at some point they might have said, "Listen, you know what? You're in your hometown. Yeah, Sammy here, give it. Fuck so it. you're gonna lose it tomorrow on Raw. There you go. Fuck something, it. something, but nothing. And so now, my last piece of of this episode. What do we do going forward? It looks like Kevin doesn't want anything to do with as on as of seen on Raw. It wants nothing to do with Sammy Zayn. That's gonna be bullshit. I got an idea for that, and then that's gonna lead into the tag team, which I'm still not cool with because you're still red hot with Sami Zayn. He's, he is your most over character and as also referenced many times online that he is uh, uh, unlike Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston who were over and won the belts they weren't TV draws. Sami Zayn is a TV draw and in his in his segments they, they've yes. shown online yes. that his segments pull in ratings and so what do you do, man? You, it can't be just tag team belts. That's, that's my point. Is I, I kept saying week after week, there's got to be more to the, to this than just. It's going to be the. Chamber. It's going to be the tag titles because, like I've said before, his story was never with Roman. 
his story was with Jay. It's with the Usos. Mm. It's trying to get in with the Usos so that he can be a part of the bloodline with Roman and all that stuff. Right, right. But it's always been Jay. Jay's been the one who was had turned a cold shoulder to him at first, and then now he he got back with him, and then Sammy turns, and then all that shit happens. Mm. Do you remember the first tag defense that the title defense that the Usos had after the Rumble? When Jay was so, uh, no. Jimmy was solo and Jay was nowhere to be found. He didn't fucking talk to him. He didn't talk to him since before the Rumble and all Wait, that Stroman type of shit. And, uh, Ricochet. Stroman and Ricochet. Thank you. Yes. I had forgot who they, who they faced. I got you. But yeah. So when they were facing Stroman and Ricochet, he goes out by himself. He's about to get introduced as one half. He will be defending it alone and this and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then Jay comes in from the fucking crowd. Right. What if you have the same type of story? Sammy has to find a fucking partner. But he's like, I don't know who's beatable at that point. Everybody just goes, I don't know who can beat them. Who else can beat them? Sammy goes into it going, I'll do it alone. This isn't that. I've done everything alone, blah, 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 blah. I'll do this alone too. And then right before uh, the ref goes to ring the bell, Kevin's music hits. Imagine that pop. I I agree. That's going to be fucking I think be wild. Huge. I think that'd be huge. I still think that I, I, there's got to be more to Sammy with this this championship uh, belt and my last thing which is what I was referencing before I do think Cody Rhodes is going to win this to yeah. to complete the story but he was not he was the original angle Sami Zayn is still more over than Cody not by much but 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 he's 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 more over than Cody at this point you can't take 2 weeks of Canada's canon for everything I'm not saying Canada's canon I'm saying for the last year with Sami Zayn oh I'm saying that he, he he has thrown the in. pop wasn't as big as in Montreal as it was in Ottawa. Okay, it's six and one. I mean, I, of right. course it's Montreal. <laughs> of course Montreal. By the way, bigger. that is one of my favorite fucking my favorite quotes. But eh, six to one. Half six to the other. other. <laughs> <laughs> I say it all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know who I, else says it? My father. But go on. Your 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 native your Native American father. Um, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Time out. I very, don't want to be cultural appropriating anything. You're very American father, apparently. There we go. That's <laughs> he's su- you're That's super American. Funny. He's he's a real American hero. He's GI well, Joe. He's GI Joe. No, GI John, but GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Never served in the military. Shout out to John. Uh, like Sergeant Slaughter. Um, I wish I just found. <laughs> I, it was one of our trivia questions. He's, he's like, when, it was a multiple choice. What uh, what branch of the military did Sergeant Slaughter serve in? It's just at, none. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was not in the military at all. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we digress. That was Elimination Chamber. That was also Raw. Um, Raw was really good, too. We had the, the segment with uh, Rhea Ripley and Dominic. Again, uh, that killed um, uh, the whole thing with uh, with Sami Zayn and uh, um, uh, Baron Corbin. <laughs> and, that, and that match was actually really good. Um, yeah, this, I'm telling you, Zayn is going to have something going on. And all, all this to say, my last, my last point will be, I would not be surprised if Cody Rhodes does not win at, at Mania. Uh, I'd be kind of kind of disappointed pissed. i'd be pissed but i don't th- i would not be surprised if he doesn't not doesn't come out of uh, mania just remember i said that on february 22nd uh anything else before we head out of here i do uh i've been teasing it this whole time that sign in elimination chamber yes yes okay obviously we saw it over there on the uh on the article it said that there was a sign that said if roman wins we riot right right and then i saw Another sign that was behind hard cam that came out after Elimination Chamber that was the full-blown uh, bed sheet 
like at ECW one night stand and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And it says, if Roman wins, we will leave in a calm and orderly manner. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, that's the most Canadian sign <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Oh, uh, Canada. Oh, God. I love, love it. Our love, neighbors, our friendly, our friendly little neighbors to the north. Friendly neighbors to the north. Yeah, little neighbors. Yeah, um, yeah shout well, out to Montreal. Well, Population-wise, little, yes. Way to, represent, way to represent for your, our wrestling world here because they, they came out in force, man. I I was very proud <laughs> to be a wrestling fan. I'm listening, actually really hyped. to those, those people. I'm really hyped to see what London's going to look like for Money in the Bank. Pro too. The O2 arena. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, and at the O2, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be insane. That would be absolutely insane. You know, I can guarantee this. You know who's going to either be in the Money in the Bank match or have a match at Money in the Bank? Logan Paul. If he wins the Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And would you be surprised if he did? Nope. Exactly. That's that's how you know he's he's over, man. That's how you know he's good. Is that you have no doubt that he could pull that off? But and, it's only if it Cody like... has the belt. <sighs> yeah, he can't do it to Roman. You cannot do that to Roman. You can't have well, Logan, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. have Logan Paul be the one to dethrone no, no. Roman Reigns <laughs> over nine hundred days. I know. I know. I know. Come on. The world will go insane. Holy shit, The world man. will blow up. I'm telling you. It would implode from within. My head's going to explode from excitement. My head <laughs> Absolutely insane. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our podcast. God, what what a what a weekend. The, the whole, the premium live event was great. Raw was was insane. Crowd Montreal was absolutely great. Uh, make sure to check out Dynamite tonight for the, uh, or yesterday, whenever you listen to this podcast, for the announcement for Tony Khan. I'm assuming it's going to be something Forbidden Door related. Um, and then we'll take it from there. Anything else before we head out of here? Uh, I just want to relay a message to all my Welsh brothers out there. <laughs> uh, uh, don't Welch on your bets but and make sure you drink Welch's grape juice. Thank you very much. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. I'm Chris Mindell. Hit us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Guys, until next time. Bye. The Sons of Slam Podcast. 